is a Bramble Jam podcast. Hi, I'm Bran, and I love Lifetime movies. I'm Patrick Serrano, and I'm a Lifetime movie expert. I'm Dan, and I despise Lifetime movies, and this is it's the, the Deck the, the Hallmark, Hallmark podcast. podcast. Lifetime Uncorked. Crossover. Uh, crossover. Edition. Crossover. <laughs> So, I don't oh. know. It's a confusing day. We're it's a confused. confusing. If you're listening, because confused. Yeah. We're going to do the Deck the Hallmark rundown. De- yes. But we have Patrick with us. And we're covering a Lifetime movie. It's a, it's a mess out there. But it's with Palaha, mm-hmm. who is our it's Hallmark our boy. Hallmark homeboy. That's right. And we already do a thing called Deck the Lifetime in Cork, so why wouldn't we do that? But... I watched the movie. Dan hasn't seen the movie. He watched this one. Next week we're doing one, and you're not going to watch that's right. that. So that's reserved. So that's why the logo here that people can see if they're watching is it's a it is what you want it to be. That's right. Pa- yes. Patrick's going to do the synopsis like a deck the hey, lifetime on court. You know. I, I don't know. Today is every day is a winding road, including today. Today is what I'm getting at. Patrick, how are you, buddy? Great. You know, a uh, 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 cinematic. Lifetime movie to talk about? This is amazing. I didn't know I was coming to the Oscars of Lifetime movies right. today. It was an event, a motion w- picture event. Now, can I ask you this? Um, it says this movie's uh, re-airing a couple times. I think tonight, Wednesday night, uh, there's an enhanced version. Have you seen this? So what does that that's mean? Probably like they did an interview with Angie Harmon, and uh, she's going to pop in like, on commercial breaks and be like, in this scene... I looked amazing in this scene. I was a hit woman. You know that I'm so, an executive producer. So it's like, it's like pop up video, but it's just an, for. I don't think it'll be movie. during the movie, right? It'll be no, not during. It's like you know, on the on the caps, on the commercial caps. Uh, so I what I was hoping for is that we would get to see Palaha's uh, tush in the enhanced version. But what you're saying is that it's out. The tush is out. Look, I think you'd have to give him a bonus, uh, a booty bonus. Booty bonus. All, but there, there is, but my, but there is a booty. He already did it. Like the shot has been shot. Yeah, I we know that. that. I heard the shot has been shot, and I like threw my phone listening to that <laughs> that interview. I was like, "What? <laughs> Release the tapes, Lifetime. Release those tapes." We don't. You don't get a lot of bums on, and by bums I mean booties. You don't get a lot of booties on Life. Like you, it's obviously more than Hallmark, but still not booty, right? It's basic. It's basic cable. They can show booty, but Lifetime hasn't crossed that line yet. We're oh wow. It, you're keeping it PG-13, uh, you know, I, I think they'll get there. I think so they haven't there. ever shown one before? Bare booty. And no, we, we are more shirtless hunks, not not booties. Wow. Interesting. <laughs> hey, this uh, we found out this movie in its original airing was over a million viewers in, in June. That's a big number for Lifetime, right? Absolutely. Especially for a non-holiday movie. Um, and I was live tweeting this one and I will say Twitter was popping. Twitter was popping. What do you do? You, I, I don't know like how big of a deal Angie Harmon is like as far as like a following. Does she have a huge I following? I was trying to tell Brand she's a big deal. How big of a deal so, is she? Here's the thing, guys. She was a big deal. And Brand, this might have been before your time. She was a Law and Order gal. And then uh-huh. Rizzoli so, and Isles. 
Yes. So what happened here is that Rizzoli and Isles, which I always call Lizzo and Isles for some reason, because, <laughs> uh, you know, I love Lizzo. Oh, my gosh. Who, I love who Lizzo. Doesn't? Let, who doesn't? Don't get me started. Yeah. Um, you know, it is Pride Month. So anyways, <laughs> uh, can you think of anything gayer than Lizzo besides me? <laughs> I mean, come on. She's, uh, no, she's no Mandy Moore. Top five gayest things. <laughs> no, we won't do that on this show. But so. um Apparently they re-air the show on, on Lifetime a bunch in the past like a year. And it was so successful that Lifetime reached out to Angie and was like, hey girl, your show is doing really well in syndication oh. on our network. Do you want to executive produce something or work on something? And basically Lifetime rediscovered Angie Harmon for wow. the next generation. That's fascinating. So they mm-hmm. like were just looking at the numbers and they were like, let's just see if she wants to do something. And, here and I, I don't want to give anything away, but she hasn't lost a step. I mean, she just hasn't. No, she's look. She's like exactly the same. It's unbelievable. So are you saying she hasn't really done much since? Well, she did Law and Order and then she did Lizzo and Isles. And <laughs> right. that, that's pretty she much hasn't it. Done anything since she was in the Lizzo music video? I don't, she was she was in Agent Cody Banks. Anyone? Right, which anyone? is where I know her from. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I said that, and he was like, oh, yeah, that's yeah. what I know him. The, the the adult that seduces Cody. Yeah, I know her. Yeah. Is is Angie Harmon Rizzoli or Isles? I think she is Rizzoli, and the only reason I know that is because the guy, um, I've, one of the guys in this movie is from that show, and then yeah. I think he plays her dad in that show. Bruce McGill. We'll, yeah, Bruce McGill, and we'll get to it. We'll get to You're it. You are correct. Angie Harmon is Jane Rizzoli. That's does right. so does Lizzo play herself? Dude, I would yes. I love Angie Harmon, but I would love to watch a reboot of Rizzoli and Isles. And it's Lizzo. Where everything is the same, but Lizzo is now Rizzoli. Hey, Queen Latifah is the equalizer, so just give Lizzo like ten years. Lizzo's walking around playing her flute, solving crime. <laughs> Absolutely. We'll, we'll write it for lifetime. Yeah. I got I'm I'm way too invested in this show that doesn't exist. Oh uh, man. Because gosh, I would watch it. Um we're we are talking about this uh buried in Burst Barstow Barstow filmed right up the road. Did you know right that? In Charlotte, 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 North Carolina. Charlotte, right. Shelby, North Carolina. So wow. real close to us. Um would you do a would you do us the honor of maybe giving us a little synopsis of what happened? Yes, I I thought you'd ask, so I wrote one just in case, and then I texted you, hey, I wrote this, uh, maybe I should read it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'd be happy to do a quick little recap, uh, and I think we say it goes a little something like this. Yes. Very good. <laughs> Great. I started it correct. Wonderful. So we have uh, the movie. It begins with a young hit woman who is cleaning up a murder scene with a tissue or like a Kleenex or something. Uh, we cut to years later and we see that the woman is living like a low key life. She's on the down low. Uh, she's a surly diner owner named Hazel King. That's um, our girl. And she is raising her daughter, Joy, who is not living up to her name. And she's going through <laughs> like a rebellious teen face you know what i'm saying oh don't um joy has a deadbeat but cute boyfriend named travis the guy from 13 reasons why 13 reasons why i don't know um and uh 
he is from a bad family, bad, bad part of town. So when Joy comes home with a black eye, we have mm-hmm. Hazel getting really mad and she pulls out her hit woman bag of tricks. <laughs> and does she ever? She confronts Travis in like a garage or something about abusing her daughter and she breaks his nose, duct tapes his arms and throws him in the back of a car. Hazel drives Travis to a grave that she dug when she met him, yes. which I think is intense. Uh, and she basically kicks him in the grave, and that's where we get buried in Barso because he is left for dead. Mm. Left for dead. Technically so not. Ba- technically not buried. Though. Buried. That's technically, right. she did not put the dirt on top of him. Okay, fair points. But you know, it was implied. It was implied dirt. It was implied you know? dirt. Classic. It's a so classic implied dirt. Yeah. So we're back at the diner. Hazel meets a handsome stranger. His name's Elliot, and she takes pity on him. She lets him shower in her outdoor shower. No bum. <laughs> no bum, but she is totally watching while drinking some coffee. She offers him a job as a dishwasher simply because he is sexy AF. Uh-huh. Um, someone call HR on that. That's not how we hire people. Um, strange things start happening around the diner, like a man taking photos of the new dish washer hazel confronts elliot about it but he doesn't really want to spill the tea so she breaks into the photo guy's motel interrogates him and learns that elliot was a renowned surgeon who was convicted of manslaughter for getting drunk driving like accident that killed his fiance so sad don't drink and drive everyone don't do it um Hazel doesn't really care about all that because she still has sexy time with Elliot and they bond over their messed up lives. So that's nice. Uh, And then just when things are starting to look up for Hazel, you know, Travis out of the way, she has a new man. She gets a call from her old boss demanding she return and do a hit. So she goes to Vegas um, and there she gets some table setting with this guy named Perry, who's probably Joy's dad. And she does this like Kill Bill stuff. She starts like, (laughs) killing all these people, taking out the boss, the security guards, and then finally she's like talking to the boss and she's like okay, this is it, I'm not doing this anymore and she's like, see you later, dad kills her own father oh man yeah, so Hazel goes back to her normal life at the diner Joy is sad that Travis is gone, but then he shows up covered in dirt and bloody. He's alive. He's alive. Not a zombie. He's a real boy. Uh, And it doesn't end there. You're like, okay, that must be the cliffhanger. No, no. There's a shootout in the back with the the cook, Javier. And there are women being like human trafficked. And you don't know what's (laughs) going on. It's absolutely insane. Hazel does her hit woman stuff, starts flipping around and ricocheting bullets off like her wrist, like one. Wonder Woman, and it is absolutely crazy. She gets shot a couple times. Uh, Elliot runs out, p- puts pressure on the wound, and and he's like, "Don't worry, I'll save you." And then to be continued. And uh, that, that was buried in Barstow. We nailed it. <laughs> we nailed um, it. Let's take a quick break, wow. and then we'll uh, come back and we'll break this movie down. I I cannot wait to do mm. so here on. Like the Hallmark Lifetime of Court Show program. Wow. What a great break that was. Top top ten, I think. Did you get you a breather, Patrick? I know that was a lot. 
I took a sip of my uh, Coke Zero, and I'm ready to go. Yeah, Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. Let's talk about Buried in Barstow, uh, part one, uh, because it is implied there's a part two. And um, I want to hear your thoughts, Patrick. What's your hot take? What do you think about this movie? So hot take on this movie is... I was not looking forward to this movie. Okay. Oh, wow. I, I, I wasn't. I, I know you all are a fan of, uh, or, or you're actually like friends with Christopher Plaha, which right. is cool. Um, but, you know, he hasn't called me up on the phone. So I am an impartial That's voice fair. here. That's fair. Um, you know, do I think he's hot? Of course. Have sure. I liked him in Hallmark movies? Absolutely. Do I know who he is? Yes. I've seen him around. I know this man. Um, but I wasn't excited because, you know, like I said before, Lizzo and Isles, not my favorite show. I don't even know the name of it. Um, so I was coming in just, you know, I knew that we were doing this podcast. I was ready to go. And then I found myself really invested in the story. Uh, I, I, I'm not a hit woman person. You know, I, I've seen Alias before. Sure. Uh, but that stuff is kind of scary. And like, I, I thought this was based on a true story going into it. So I was very concerned that... <laughs> This was a true story. Um, but then once I realized that it was a work of fiction, uh, I was here for it. I love a good revenge plot. And like the way they doled out information in this movie was not like a mystery movie. It was very much like a normal like thriller that you would see in like a cinema. You know, you'd see like at the movies. It was very much well-paced, well-written, uh, top-notch TV movie. Uh, one for the books. One for the books. Would it make a top 10 best Lifetime movies? Yeah, I think I think it's one of the best ones I've seen in the modern era. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You this, know, I mean, this, there, there are classics, but this was this was not campy at all. This no, no there was no camp in it. No, this fat like this was this was heavy duty. Like they come out of the gate real strong with a with a lot of blood. And oh, yeah. you don't don't see it coming. Um, the I love this movie. To to be clear, I thought it was, like I had an absolute blast. Like I I'm like holding my breath multiple times. Like like on the edge of my seat. Um, I I I can't wait to see what they do next. They introduce the trafficking storyline with like. 15 minutes left to go. I'm like, are they introducing something else to this, to this thing? Didn't see that coming and being the connecting point to the, the to the second one. Uh, it, I don't think Javier's involved, but it's also kind of unclear. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I I'm intrigued by what happens in the next one. It's uh, a lot of table setting that didn't feel like table setting. There was yeah, no exposition right. sister yeah. that was coming in. The, you know, the exposition yeah. sister that's like, yeah. hey, Jessica, how's your husband do, doing with the divorce and your daughter who's in boarding school? You know? Yeah. yeah no one was like, Javier, you're out of the trafficking uh, yeah. uh, game. You know that white like, van that you drive? That was, <laughs> a, yeah. Have they, you seen those others hanging around with their other SUV? They look like they could be dangerous. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen there. The, the the only thing that I would say, like even remotely critical about this movie, because there's not much for me to say that's critical, is it did feel like it was written and written really well. And then like 
someone came in and said, let's add some weird humor. I'm going to take a lifetime pass. I, let me <laughs> let me just try to add sprinkle some stuff because there are some amazing like one-liners, callbacks, like when, he, when she pushes that kid in the grave, Dude. calls back the thing that he said, like all of that is so good. And it happens multiple times in the movie where I'm like, that's really well written. And then they have these weird conversations with the people at the, the bar and it like was so not well written it was like yeah it was so different than the rest of the movie in tone and and execute it reminded me of the uh jungle book those like dodos that are like hey what do you want to do <laughs> no, today? don't stop that know. again uh, and it's just it's like it's not like one i didn't really think that they worked but two it just felt like a completely different writing style altogether which took me out of it like every time that happened but aside from that fantastic amazing one of the best things i've seen this year uh in general because i just had such a blast with it there are some very like legit cinematic moments in this movie um like when she goes after the boyfriend that whole thing it was was Mm. something that could have been in the theater like that whole thing was great and then you have things like these three dudes at the bar that you're like I, it's almost like they were like, we have to still make this movie suck a little bit, right? Like we got to make it bad. It's too good. Like we're going to, we got to do this big. We don't want to, we don't want people forgetting that they're watching life. And then I like, I just felt like there was so much that I enjoyed about it that the end just felt kind of stupid to me. Like it, mm. it, like all of a sudden, you know, there's just a shootout in the back when the cliffhanger would have of the boyfriend still be alive would have been plenty. That would have been plenty enough. And we throw this whole, like, we're not, I, yeah. it, we're not talking about a plot line that's just like an extra murderer. We're talking about trafficking. Yeah. Like, we just threw it in there. Like, so. <coughs> so that means next movie, like, we're coming into the movie. Joy's missing. Like, yeah. the boyfriend took her. Or yeah, that's right. she went with him. And the you know no she Rizzoli is is been shot twice shot twice he's about to do heart surgery on her for best I gather <laughs> and we just saw human trafficking so that's a lot to, going into to, a movie to set your expectations though guys this is lifetime so human trafficking comes up willy nilly <laughs> so you do know? you think that was added too do you think that I like. Think- that was a lifetime note for sure. Interesting. Yeah. It did, yeah. feel, but you know what I'm saying? Like that's a lot of plot points to have going out of a movie but into a second one. Like th- so, this is just so rarely do you get to see in a TV movie such a singular devoted focus on a character being well written and well played. Angie Harmon looks great, great performance. Palaha doesn't try to steal any scene. No. He knows he's not the show here. He's so good at that. And he's great in it. And so I hated the fact that we have this like trying to be better serial killer to protect her daughter and this whole like crime family that she's tried to separate from. I don't need the three knuckleheads at the bar and the traffic. Like, but what if it's I, what if those two storylines are connected? Uh, maybe they'll make it that like way. he's he's involved in crime. They say it multiple times the family's involved in crime. Like it, they could be but a connected. When this was good, oh my goodness, yeah. was it good? I, I just like couldn't believe it. And when it was bad, it was real bad. But like this is one of the best. But it was rarely bad. Yeah, this is the best thing I've seen in a TV movie this year. I don't think it's Easily. particularly close either. Like it's it's great. Yeah, and we're coming in this with a little bit of uncertainty from Lifetime, right? They they are taking a chance on Andy, Angie Harmon. They didn't know whether they they signed her for a four picture 
deal for this. So she's uh, she could do four pictures in the series, but they wanted to see how the first one would perform because they don't do the like Hallmark, you know, recurring movies like with the same actors and stuff. Yeah. Lifetime doesn't do that. So this is a risk for them. And I think it is a risk that paid off. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah, you don't get a lot of the the the, the series. And I feel like the reoccurring people that I know of on Lifetime, it feels like it, it at least in the past, it's been mainly like Christmas reoccurring. Like Mario Lopez, I don't see him on the network aside from Christmas. Melissa Joan Hart, she's in next week's movie. Well, but like aside I, from I that, does she this. do many non-Christmas movies? Right. I, I'm saying characters. Like, oh, you know, oh, oh, you're yeah, not so getting the Lacey Chabert uh being a detective or whatever. Yes, I don't yeah, know gotcha, what gotcha. those movies are, but Lifetime doesn't do that. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, for anything, except for Kelly Rowland. I tell you what, what punctuated how good this movie was, was seeing a trailer for that dumb horror movie with Melissa Joan Hart. Like... <laughs> Oh my uh, goodness! Uh, I saw yeah, that. I was like, order. "We're uh, we're covering that next week on like the Lifetime Time on Court, yeah, an boy. official episode of that that <laughs> not spit. the crossover, not, no, not the crossover of the crossover. No. Deck the deck the Lifetime on Court Hallmark on Court. You know, if you want to see Melissa Joan Hart acting through her Botox, tune in this weekend. <laughs> it's gonna be great. I can say that because I have Botox. So uh, you <laughs> is know. that how that works? That actually is. If you have Botox, you can say they tell you, you that as you walk out. Wow. As you walk out. Well, and I've acted through my Botox when I was in a Lifetime movie. I had to emote my face, but I couldn't. So, wow. uh, you know, I just looked amazing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's you know, what was important. You did look amazing. I do remember right. that. Yeah. Actually I had to modulate my voice and be yeah. like, I'm sad. <laughs> I'm, I'm sad. No more questions. Didn't you say no more questions? <laughs> yeah, he does. He says no more questions. Yeah. And yeah. you crushed it. And you looked like you were in your 20s, Patrick. Oh, my gosh. And so I think that, that shows you it's that it all worked out. Hey, who's to say I'm not in my 20s? I am, but I, you're right. That's fair. That's fair. You could be. More than fair. More than fair. Um, let's do all the feels, which is interesting with this movie, but there's lots of different definitions for what a feel is. It's not necessarily like, you know, a, a fall leaf fell in a girl's hair and it really like did, a, did something for us. It can be anything. So, uh, Patrick, what type of feels did you get a specific moment that gave you feels in this movie? Yes. So I was going to say... Uh, Christopher Palaha being so naked in this movie was giving me like the, the steamy feels. Um, but I'm not going to go there because we already talked about it. So I'm shifting on the fly. <laughs> Pivot. Uh, and I'm going to say I really got the feels with that revenge plot at the beginning. Like, uh, you know, getting the boyfriend, like it, her, conf- uh, what, what was the character's name? Hazel confronting uh, Travis in that garage and just the writing there, which yep. is so good. And she was like really undercutting him and he was like trying to be a jerk. And she's like, ha, you have no idea what I'm capable of. And then getting that, get like following through with that revenge. It was so satisfying because, you know, you have people throughout your life who talk to you rude or like whatever, and you cannot go take them to the grave you buried when the day you met them because you knew they were trouble you can't do that in real life so this was so satisfying to see and like travis he's not a good guy we know that you we have no sympathy for him so he got what he deserved and lifetime if lifetime does anything right it's revenge and uh, i really was living vicariously through that it's what i needed it was uh, I, I feel like I worked through some stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I've never dug a grave the, the day that I met somebody, but now that I know that it's an option, 
Like, it's just good. Like, I've never thought to do it. But now that I know that you can. So now that you know that you can, you think you're going to take advantage of that? I don't know where I would do it. That's my biggest hurdle. It's <laughs> location. Yeah. It's all location. In this economy, yeah. in this real estate you market. You can't have a, a, a grave mm-hmm. plot for people you want to kill. Well, and she says it's a lot of work to dig a grave. It she is. Mentioned, Especially she mentioned that. that. That looked like it was a canyon. It looked like she was digging through Perfect rock. Perfect corners on it, too, for yeah. her to dig it. That was impressive. Yeah. Well, it was beautiful work. She's not her first time digging a grave the day that she met somebody. Um, oh, my Angie Harmon has definitely dug a grave. Are you kidding? 100% <laughs> she No she has. doubt about it. Um, my feels was the, uh, the true twist to me in this movie that I, I legitimately didn't see coming was the bad guy being her dad yeah. like the yeah. hey i'm calling you back into action back to hit woman uh like her killing him and right before she shoots him saying uh, calling him dad like i was like whoa yeah i i yelled out whoa multiple times in this movie but that was the loudest whoa i didn't i like it was truly a twist palaha it, being in on like another whoa Bruce McGill, another I didn't oh. see that coming yeah, and we, so many they, they haven't even had the conversation yet. She says we have to have a conversation later as she walks out and gets shot. Like, right. there's so much going into the second movie that is like, that's a lot of movie. It's a lot of movie that they've set up for next yeah. movie. Dan, um, I my I hate to go back to the scene where she almost buries dude alive, but the monologue that she gives when she throws that dude in the in the grave. Holy cow. That was just poetry in motion. Everything about it. I loved every second of it. Like, I would watch that that character. I would watch that Angie Harmon character in a procedural, and mm-hmm. it would be miles better than Rizzoli and Isles. Like, she's a hit woman for good. She's like a Dexter, but without the psychosis. Is it better you know? than like, Lizzo and Isles? Ooh, I don't know. Lizzo and Isles holds a special place in my heart, even though it's not real. Right. <laughs> I, I, but, but watching her get, like, find somebody that's like, been an abuser or whatever and going and killing them and like doing a speech every week. I watched that show. She was great, man. She did. She was awesome. And that scene was just, no, it was perfect. So yeah. great. Yeah. Do you know and who wrote got this? Shout out. Uh, I could look it up. The Tim, we got to shout out Timothy grand Granaderos. Oh, yeah. uh, who's the, who's the guy because he, he was like so good at like going from like jerk. Like I'm not afraid of you to like being, totally terrified like acting is reacting and like him reacting to her like oh wow she's really gonna kill me that like that kicked it up a notch for for, like the severity the writer of this movie is thompson evans do you know if he's done another one of these movies i'm gonna look it up well let's take let's take a quick break we'll come back and we'll uh we'll find out what patrick was able to dig up and uh more here on tiktok (laughs) Welcome back to research with uh, the boys. Uh, Patrick, what, what were you able to dig up today on uh, the internet? So this, uh, our writer of the movie, which his name is scrolling. Thomas Evans. Evans. Yeah. Thompson Evans. He uh, has written only a few movies, and one of them is called Hit List, which sounds like a hit movie. Like, um, like a, not a hit right. movie. Like a, <laughs> we, you know. Yeah, no, I get you. <laughs> I get you. So, yeah. So that something called reckoning and something called one giant leap. So these all sound like they could be scary thriller. Yeah. movies. 
I'm going to tell you a title of a movie. You tell me if it's a hit movie or a hit movie. Hit movie. Gotcha. Yeah. Got it. All right. I'm going to get you. Is it a hit movie? Or it's a, a hit, hit movie. movie. It's the second one. Yeah. All right. Thanks for playing, everybody. Uh, Wait, what was the title? I'm going to get you. Oh, oh, okay. I got it. Like, I what happens saying, I'm if there's a, the a hit serial killer movie? Like a movie that's like a, it was a hit, but it's also about a serial killer. Like, what would we do then? We, we wouldn't do that. Okay, got it. That, I love this game. I it's love great. It. Uh, maybe we'll bring it back here in a minute. Uh, it's time for the Wait What. It's part of the show we talk about what in this movie made us go Wait What. I don't know if there was a ton uh, to go around, but we'll see what happens. Patrick, what you got? So the Wait What that I have is at the very beginning when she is the teenager doing the hit. Like, she yeah. was... Seriously, I I had no clue what was going on at that beginning. I was like so confused, and like there's a bloody man, like like throat slash scary, and she just like gets a tissue, and I'm like, is she gonna clean the murder scene? No, she just like opens the door with a tissue and then leaves. Like that's supposed to show me she's a efficient, yeah, hit yeah, woman. Yeah, no, she should have had gloves on. She should have been, you, you know. A tissue on the door. I mean, that's what I do when I leave the bathroom, and I'm just a normal person. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's right. It's post COVID. Let's. We're still. We're still doing. Yeah. We're trying to be safe here. Yeah. Um, to that point, she. I. I still am unclear if she's the slowest dresser ever, or if it wasn't slow mo. Like when she was putting her clothes on, I don't know if it was in slow motion or slow mo situation, right? Well, and also, like, probably it wasn't slow-mo, but it's Lifetime. Angie Harmon should have been playing teen version of herself with a wig. It yeah. took me a second to be like, so that's Angie Harmon in the past. Like, I, she had to connect that dot for me with narration. We should have had, like, the Spice Girls playing. Like, you know, we should have made it real 90s. Yeah. So I understood what, what was happening. That's right. That's right. You got to make things clear. Uh, I do want to know what was going on with the hotel that the investigator was staying at with the weird purple and green neon lights that were aiming <laughs> up inviting. on the outside walls of the rooms themselves. It was very bizarre. It was very neon. They were like, well, neon, get the neon lights out. That's a neon. That'll show that that stuff is interesting over here, right? When in doubt, neon it up. Yeah. Um, I do also want to, like, this though, this investigative reporter, journalist guy, whatever, um, is doing some top secret stuff, but he does not have a password on his no. laptop. No, no, no. You can open, open that up. sucker up, right open, and start reading things. Come on, buddy. You should know better. Should know better. Lifetime never has passwords, just so Why, we know. It's a rule. Why would you? I, you know, no. especially when you're investigating. Or if they do, it's written on a post-it right under That's the right. keyboard. That's As right. As it should be. Password. Uh, Dan? Um, is she even trying to run from her past at all? <laughs> like, I've, I've never... I love this character, and it doesn't bother me a bit. I want to be clear. But for someone who's like, I left the killing life a long time ago, what did he do? I'm going to murder him. <laughs> like, she doesn't even... There's not even like an attempt to be like, no, let cooler heads prevail. Let's call the... No, she is like, I used to be a serial killer, but I totally still am going to kill you. She doesn't... There is not even an appearance that she has created a life void of killing people. <laughs> and, and once again, not complaining, just want to say that it's not super accurate. Second of all, look, I'm happy that you started a diner 17 years ago and you run the diner. Don't call it a barbecue place. Don't do it. 
No self-respect. You can't call something Bridges Barbecue with a giant pig, and then the menu is like patty melts and French fries. That is not barbecue. One or the other, guys. You you can't. That's misleading, and and you get shut down, especially in the middle of nowhere, right? No. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think it was just a cool sign they found. They yeah. Like, oh, look at this it, cool sign. It was a real like, it's a real restaurant in Shelby, North Carolina. If you guys want to go, uh, it's it's called. Then actually, why not have her run a barbecue restaurant? It did I, seem like a very easy pivot. The full name <laughs> is Bridges Barbecue and Lodge. So the lodge part is the patty melts. That's actually that's how they you give know, me a lodge patty. melt. Give me please. a lot. Give me a I'll take. Uh, some pork rinds on the barbecue menu, and then uh, patty milk on the lodge. Yeah. Well, they <laughs> wanted to there. be a diner because she had to wear that yellow diner yeah. waitress so, outfit. It's got to be one or the other. You can't do both. You can't wear that at a barbecue restaurant. If I walk yeah, into the, a barbecue, the customer was like, the wardrobe department's like, sorry, this is what I have. <laughs> our hands are tied. Our hands are tied. <laughs> um, she has a cop friend that goes and picks up her daughter. Uh, who's about to just snort a rail of coke, and, and and instead the cop picks her up and brings her back, and he says this line. He says, um, "That was the most excitement I've seen on a night tour in well a long time." Um, so I I guess my question is, what? <laughs> he literally broke up a bunch of teenagers drinking and doing drugs. That's not. That can't be high up on the list, but that to him... It felt like he was implying that they had had a night together at some point. Like, there was a weird vibe There was a weird vibe, vibe there. Them. Did you yes. pick up the weird vibe? Yes, I did. Like, I thought they were going to get together for a while, or I thought maybe he was Joy's dad or something. They, I don't know what the cop guy was, because then when Palaha came on, I was like, he's who I'm rooting for yeah. in this movie, not this cop. But the cop guy literally said it like this. He was like, that's the most fun I've had on a night tour since, well, well a long time. Yeah, like, <laughs> who says it like that? Yeah, it was weird. Also, like... It'll It'll be revealed in the sequel. I'm sure. Speaking of weird quotes uh, that belong in Lifetime movies, but that doesn't mean they make sense. Palaha looks up at uh, Harmon and goes, secrets we tell in the dark, they don't count in the daylight. <laughs> yes, they do. They do. The secret, if it's a fact, no. it's a fact any time of day. It is. I'm sorry. It just is. Mm-mm. I mean, it worked. The line worked. They ended up right there on the old diner table, but... You know, I'm I'm saying that's not how secrets actually work. Yeah. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. And that's fair. all I got. That's that's fair. It's time for what the lifetime. Uh it's where we wonder what could have been. Maybe having get some clarity questions that we still have. What are you still wondering about or that you hope maybe you find out in the second one, Patrick? Well, I'm hoping we get um some booty. I hope that, that oh. footage there's a flashback to, you know, the, the justice booty. Had, <laughs> sexy time and it's just the booty. So I'm hoping that is cleared up for me. Free the uh, booty. You know, been waiting waiting so long for, for that booty to be out in the world. Um but no, I'm excited to see where they take the whole joy storyline. I think there's a lot of stuff, you know, like the teen trope, like that, that poor actress didn't have much to do. So I'm, I'm hoping she gets a little bit more time to show that she's not just like an annoying teen. Um, and then, you know, what's better than a mother 
like tracking down a daughter in a lifetime movie like that's lifetime movie canon so it, there's no way they can go wrong with angie Harmon screaming like give me back my daughter yeah it's gonna be great it's gonna be great so the stakes are high uh they set themselves up for like i mean it could be terrible but they've they have such high stakes that it's gonna be at least entertaining. I don't know yeah. how you can top some of the scenes in the first oh, one. Oh, man. They were that good. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they good. really were. They really were. Um, I don't expect them to either. Yeah. Like, it's lifetime. They're going to yeah. drop the ball. I mean, they let <laughs> they let you go. They had you, and then they sold it to life, or Netflix, yeah. and then Netflix ran with it. So, Lifetime has a bad track That's record. That's so. unbelievable. I forgot that. Man. Yeah. It's just so stupid. Um, so this is like a TV 14 of what the hallmarks are just, or what the lifetime. So keep that in mind. Uh, people that are it's probably my same one. Um, so she says this line the day after uh, the event um, in the restaurant. She, she says, I've never done that before. Yeah. And this he's, is mine. and he says, have you never had sex in the restaurant or have you never had sex with a one dish, of your dishwashers. dishwashers? And she says one of the two, one of those things. Yeah. Which one? I, I'm assuming my money's on the, the dishwasher. She's never had she's never sex had sex with a dishwasher. dishwasher because I don't think you just own a diner for 17 years. She seemed very like like yes, we're gonna have sex on this table. Like that seems like something like you're either you've, you. I don't know how you get there without like it like uh, some sort of conversation happening first. So she must have done that before, right? Yeah, I mean, we know her hiring practices are sketchy, yeah. but I don't think she's, you know, out there running a a dishwasher sex ring. I don't, I that's probably a different Lifetime movie. Um, dishwasher so sex it, ring, it comes out in July. Yeah, it does. Second. Yeah, it okay. could actually be deadly dishwasher sex ring because <laughs> okay. we got to have the alliteration, yeah, yeah, you know. Right. Of course. Of course. Uh, did you, do you have another one? Or that was it? mine, for yeah. sure. One of those two. We, we didn't it's get one of those two. Answer. One of those two. One of those yeah, two. Yeah, I think she's definitely. And then who wrote the dumb bit about the, 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 larger man always wanting health food which i thought was the dumbest part of this movie by a mile like why did we do this why did why is did there it an, any other name like attributed to the script or no nope. oh, you know thompson evans has a twin named evan thompson <laughs> okay yeah that's how twins work actually yep. that's actually always how twins work it's the same name but inverted um which i think is great uh we did it everybody congratulations buried in barstow the deuce uh hopefully soon hopefully later this year i'd love that to that would happen. be fantastic the deuce buried in yeah, i have no info on like when i i mean i know that they're like they're approved for a second movie so we'll see when it comes out very barstow too buried alive because he's still alive he's still alive the guy is true yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that's something we can keep yeah. workshopping. Yeah, let's keep um, Patrick, have fun at Mandy Moore tonight, the concert you're going to where you see Mandy oh, Moore yeah. sing. Yeah, my best friend Mandy Moore singing her little heart out. That's right. You have fun. You just take lots of pictures for us, okay? Oh, photos aren't allowed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I have no idea. But. <laughs> Oh, that got me. That's a classic 930 Club situation. Um, until next time, maybe the first to wish you a Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Deck the Hallmarks of Bramble Jam podcast. It's presented by Philo TV. It's produced by Brandon Gray and recorded live in, yeah, that Greenville, South Carolina. Set decor is by Plum at Haywood Mall. For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to deckthehallmark.com. For more information on Bramble Jam podcast network, you can go to bramblejampodcast.com.